Welcome to the Ether. Today is Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by Talus. Talus Protocol is the NFT platform for independent artists on Terra. Talus helps to provide artists with the tools and resources needed to transition from traditional art into the NFT world. With their V1 launch coming soon, Talus will be the place to see real-world art reflected on Terra. Be sure to join their Telegram and follow Talus on Twitter for updates on their roadmap, validator, and other Talus news. Find your next favorite artist on talus.art. This episode of the Ether is also brought to you by WeFund. WeFund is a community crowdfunding cross-chain incubator on Terra, and it's the first launchpad that implements a milestone funding release system to protect investors. All money raised for projects is deposited in Anchor Protocol, and it's refundable, and all decisions are based on community voting power. WeFund is community-focused and designed to be a user-friendly experience for both project creators and investors. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the Telegram for more information. Links are in the show notes and check them out online at wefund.app. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. Today on the Ether, part one of a two-part Cosmonaut boot camp in the IBC gang. Let's take a listen. Boards, maybe they're calling it an airdrop. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about that because I've been trying to just keep track of everything else going on. But yeah. I- um, and uh, I think Kava is a, a like audited platform. It's trusted, nothing like that. But I've actually, they're probably, aside from staking Atom itself, they're the first platform I ever used in the Cosmos, long before they're IBC connected. I don't think I even like realized they were running on Cosmos at the time. So like, I have a lot of hopes for them for a really long time, but I've personally pulled pretty much everything from Kava. Um, not the biggest fan of it what I've seen from the team and I don't know. It's like hard research on a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I just thought I would bring it up because I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing out on any like alpha that other people Mm -hmm. knew. And I just saw that there it's a hundred thousand Akash that uh, I have here. It's on uh, just from their telegram here. A hundred a hundred thousand AKT liquid stake drop to Kava stakers, and the proposal was put up for governance on Kava. Uh, number seventy-four was the proposal, and I believe it, it it'll be passing tomorrow. Uh, and if so, I guess Kava stakers are going to share a split of that hundred thousand Akash. But interesting. I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of people holding big bags of Kava and it may not be worth it. I just wanted to run it by you guys. You seemed like the right people to ask. <laughs> yeah, Kava's interesting. I had hoped that at this point in their development, I would see something to differentiate them from just like a second-rate Ave, which is basically what they are right now. They're like a second-rate Ave with a third-rate Uniswap built in. 
Um, <laughs> just to be frank, nothing like wrong with that. It's just there's nothing new and innovative, right? Like I've never had any funds go missing or transaction problems there. Like it's a solid platform. Um, it's just I, I don't think they're they're pushing any real boundaries. And then I don't know. They have taken very, very long to pay out prizes on a couple times for like contests they've run and also worded contests like they were paying out prizes and then when it came time to it they put it to a vote to take it from the community pool which like nobody had like agreed to beforehand but the proposals passed because people wanted their prizes of course and i don't know though the last thing i was trying to remember uh, i was kind of following the atom surge event they had which i assume is the same parameters and such as the uh akt surge event and I, I don't know this for sure even, so take it with a big grain of salt, but I saw people reporting like that they were under the impression they were kind of locked in for this APY that was like being advertised, kind of the way SIFChain locked in that like 300% APY, um, but like it quickly dropped as more people entered the event. So I think however they have it set up, whatever like percentage they're showing is maybe what it starts at or something. I, I don't know, I would just look into the details before anyone apes in, but it, it might be some alpha I'm mif missing out on even, like who knows. Yeah, based on your answer there, honestly, uh, at this point it's like you gotta start sifting through the garbage to get to the gold, and it sounds like something I just don't have time for tonight, you know? Uh, it's no. gonna get exponential real quick in this ecosystem, and being a part of a group like this, to decipher what the good and bad and quickly uh, is going to help, I think, a lot of people's lives because it's going to get even crazier in the future, right? So I appreciate the answer, man. Thank you. And uh, I think this one is one of the ones I'm just going to pass on, to be honest, because uh, I heard actually negative feedback from the Kava faction wars, I think. It was like, choose your favorite IBC mm -hmm project and people uh, created their own unique content uh, whether it was video or whatnot and I heard that apparently like they were supposed to pay the people the rewards and never did or it took longer than it should have and it seems like there's always lots of issues with they did. or something going on you know so. they did eventually pay but a small part of me thinks it's it. because I kept bitching them to do a uh, bitching at them yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like on behalf of everyone, but no, who knows? You, I don't man. know. You got to call those people out because, like, you can't be organizing events like that and not following through. It's not a good look, especially if it, they're a part of the IBC. Uh, I'm not going to invest my money into projects like that, anyways. So, yeah. Real quick, uh, before we, I'm happy to keep chatting about this or whatever, but since we have quite a few people trickled in here now, um, first off, for all the familiar faces, like I want to just thank everybody who's been coming from the people up here talking to some just people who remain as listeners that I've, I've kind of gotten used to seeing. I remember like the first time I did one of these, I was kind of like nervous going in or at least like kind of felt weird about it. And like today I was like excited. I was like, oh, cool. I get to go chat with this group of friends again. Like, it's great. And then for everybody new in here, um, which is what we're aiming for with these ones, so welcome. Please invite your friends. Let's get some new people in here, new faces. Feel free at any time during this, like even if we're in a kind of you know deep conversation about something, 
request to speak if you have a question about anything. Like you don't have to, you know, cut the conversation off. I'll just get you up here on stage, kind of know that um, when there's a good breaking point, I'll turn it over to you. But this is like just a really good environment for the basicest of questions. Like if you don't quite understand wallets, like like where does Kepler fit in? Is Kepler like a cosmos thing or what? Or like how how what is the cosmos even? Like anything really, you know. No questions too stupid, right there in the name. Um, and just as the super quick for anyone new we do have in here, which doesn't seem like too many, so I'll keep it very brief. We've got a lot of Cosmos emojis and such. Um, Cosmos is a network of interconnected sovereign blockchains. So just how like Solana is competing with Ethereum, competing with Cardano. It's a bunch of independent blockchains just like those, but that are able to talk to each other on a deep and like deeply ingrained protocol level. So no need for bridges built on top, like we've seen with Wormhole and some other products. And don't know if you don't worry if you don't know what that is. Um, but Cosmos is quite literally the internet of blockchains all connected. Um, and if you're wondering kind of how to get into it as a starting point, Check out the pinned tweet above. There's just some basic resources on uh, overview of the whole ecosystem. Um, but then there's even a video link to setting up a private wallet and staking your first atom, which is probably many people's first entry to the ecosystem. And that would just involve getting atom somewhere, be it Coinbase, Kraken, I recommend Kraken, uh, CoinbaseCrypto.com, wherever, and then sending it to a private wallet. And so that's where things can potentially get complicated. So if you maybe you're already an atom holder and that's why you're in here, you kind of like the ecosystem, but it's just sitting on an exchange. Mayor, thank you the last two times we hosted one of these for reminding me. This time I remember my own number one step is getting your coins off the exchange into a private wallet. And there's just a wide number of benefits with that. Like, and we'll probably touch on all of those just organically in talking tonight, but you get airdrops, which is free tokens for new projects coming into existence. You get a higher raw staking reward, like the percentage return you get for locking up your atom. Um, and really you just get to participate in why this ecosystem has any importance and any value at all. Like play around with the apps, explore new projects that aren't on Coinbase yet or aren't on Kraken. Um, and you know, just speaking of Kraken and because we were talking about the Akash surge, the cosmos is so wide reaching in the number of chains it houses and like ways to do everything that yet another fiat on ramp is now available or soon to be available through Akash on Kraken. Kraken is listing or maybe already has, I forget their date, AKT, which is another IBC connected cosmos chain for Akash computing. They call it cloud computing. It's a competitor to Amazon Web Services. A lot of us are huge fans of it. Um, just kind of a random example, the latest uh, way I've seen to get into the Cosmos. So you could buy AKT on Kraken, set up a, a Kosh private wallet, send stuff over there. And you know, let's say you want to try that out and you have some questions. Here's the place to ask it. What's going on, Chaotic? Welcome back, Ren. Yo. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to ask who went to eat Denver. Oh, I wish. Brown face over yeah. here, man. Wish I wish I could have. <laughs> it was nuts. Were you there? It was I know Christmas. It was crazy. It was so fun. Um I highly recommend everyone going if they can next year. It was you know, the energy, the vibe when you're around all the other people who believe and 
see the same thing. Oh man, you know, it's like, you really feel like you're changing the world. No matter what blockchain you're supporting, you see what everyone's doing. And that's like, I'm rolling my eyes because I can't even like comprehend. I'm sick right now. <laughs> so um, that's the only thing I came back with. But um, highly recommend going next year if you guys can. Uh, and and I didn't see Cosmos this year. I, I didn't see their booth, but uh, I did see some Cosmonauts walking around. And, uh, you know, I saw the Juno team there. That was pretty lit. Um, and I actually have a question, you know, what is, uh, you know, where can I buy Cosmos NFTs? I, I'm not sure where I can find them. That's an awesome question. Um, I think the answer will always be a lot of places, uh, kind of the nature of the Cosmos. But Right now, probably the two most popular options uh, would be on the Secret Network and their big NFT marketplaces stash for like aftermarket sales. Um, but projects will do their minting originally on Secret Secret Network, and then the other big community would probably be in Luna, um, Terra Luna Chain. They have a couple different marketplaces. The one that always comes to mind for me is Talus, uh, T A L L I S. Um, but hopefully soon here, we're going to be able to point people with that question to Stargaze, which is a chain launching very soon that is dedicated to NFTs. And its first like premier DApp on the chain will be an NFT marketplace. Stargaze, the Genesis uh, Mint and Marketplace launch, I believe is March 2nd. And then uh, Passage actually is launching on the 28th surprise surprise so two marketplaces that'll be open in cosmos in the next week which is legit yeah i'm looking forward to stargaze yeah passage will be interesting Uh, sorry go ahead sorry will will i be able to uh mint my own nfts do you guys know or do i have to uh build them myself because i know that cosmos or all the tendermints they're all uh they're all built in rust right and so do I yeah. have to make my own NFT, you know, thing in, in Rust in order to so, participate? I don't know for sure on Stargaze. My guess is it'll be a module, but I'm very glad you asked that because how could I forget we have another massive NFT marketplace launching here very soon. Or I guess it it's mainnet is live. Yeah, yeah, it's mainnet's live, um, which is Omniflex. Um, and they have a good bit of the tooling you're asking for built in. So, like, if you... You'll need to do a bit of the like, I actually, I don't know the details here, but maybe you do if you've looked into it, a bit of like the uh, JSON formatting, or I think that's the format they accept for like, uh, if you want different rarities and like statistics for an NFT. But for the most part, they have a very handholdy mint section where you give stuff a name, description, uh, other attributes, make it part of a collection. Um, Yeah, so Omniflex, O-M-N-I-F-L-I-X. I don't know if it's changed since mainnet. So they do have really good just modular tooling for somebody who literally has never programmed even Hello World in uh, Python to literally get on there and just be like a pro minting NFTs. I know they're working on tools. I don't know if they're live yet to be able to allow you to mint different rarities and different traits um, and get really creative with it without having to do any JSON files or any coding or anything. This is going to be really like user friendly and like modular um, and kind of just like, you know, drag and drop and kind of create, create it how you want it to be. Yeah. 
Hey, quick, quick question. Um, Evos is doing the Evos punks is, um, that's, that's Monday, right? That when, uh, Evmos, sorry, <laughs> oh, a long day. Ev, Evmos goes live on Monday, the 28th and they've got like a little side NFT project going also called Ev, Ev, Evmos punks. Yeah, I just realized I don't know where that's actually is that gonna be I'd assume on that Evmos. Maybe yeah. they're Yeah, it's gonna run on Evmos. I think there's there's just some things in the work with Evmos. It's in, unless you can get get some time on there and I don't know. I I watched a video like you can play around with with the test net, but it's it's gonna be interesting. There, there's just so much going on right now, it's kinda of hard to keep up. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah. With the punks, I'm pretty sure it's going to be kind of like you go to their website and mint it. You know, it kind of just has like the the wallet connector and you mint it straight from the site like you did with your secret apes. Yeah. Um, and then you're going to have to wait for like an Evmos marketplace to go live um, to be yeah. able to resell it and stuff. But I wouldn't be surprised if that happens within a day or two because yeah. a lot yeah. of it really just takes copy paste and then like a little bit of rebranding. There'll for, be an uh, open seas copied the first day for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, real quick. Uh, if, if everyone in the group wants to try to share this space out, we could try to maybe get some newer people in and um, just uh, hit the share button, FYI. Yeah, for sure. And also send it directly to any – everybody has some some friends on the crypto fringe, I call it, where they're not into crypto, but you, you can tell they're interested or maybe they dabbled in ETH, but the cosmos is that, – that's what this space is for because – um, honestly, if you're if you're a seasoned cosmonaut, you, you might get bored here. We'll you know, try and go back to the basics every now and then. Take basic questions. Like that's what it's designed for. Um, yeah, can we go? Can we go back to that? You guys were talking about the gravity bridge fork. Like I thought I had heard something about that, but what? What's the download? What's all the details with that? I'm not sure there is a lot of details. <laughs> um, it kind of just like popped up out of nowhere on Twitter of somebody being like. We're, we're forking the gravity bridge. We're going to drop 90% to the community. Um, it's coming soon. They're going to start to test net live soon. They're going to start to like build out their network of validators and then they'll launch. Um, but it, like I know Schultz, Lavender Five Nodes, Schultz, he was already like, hey, like I'm down, like sign me up. So I'm assuming there's going to be some notable uh, validator, you know, groups that, that actually go live in that. And we could see it actually, you know, have a little bit of market share. I'm not sure where exactly. Um, cause you know, usually it sounds like most of these projects are only going to want to integrate one bridge. Um, but it's going to be cool. It's just another option, you know, and it's mm -hmm. what the gravity bridge was meant to be, but more <laughs> for the community. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I'm trying to, I'm trying to focus on Evmos right now because that's on Monday and I, I definitely want to get up to speed with that. And I mean, I, I mean, we could probably just talk about Evmos for a long time tonight. I don't, I don't want to dominate the topic, but uh, um, there's just a lot going on. I, I didn't know, um, Timmy, if if you had any topics you wanted to hit before we start taking questions or anything, or you just no, not in particular tonight. There is like just so much going on that I figured we'd talk about whatever in between questions. Um, yeah. So, but honestly, Evmos is a great place to start. Um, I guess a little bit of background for anyone new in here, probably not needed. Obviously, the premier Ethereum virtual machine chain that's launching soon. Premier being a weird world word in a decentralized culture, but 
Um, it's the one that there's a lot of development and backing and even some marketing behind with a really, really cool airdrop. Um, they're calling it the Rect Drop, and it's going to hopefully bring in a ton of uh, ETH people in a way that no other project in the cosmos like single-handedly maybe has in that it rewards people who have gotten wrecked with fees on Ethereum with Evmos token, the new you know, Ethereum equivalent of this new chain. Um, and I've seen a couple of people say too that like it's, it's the first EVM in the cosmos, which isn't true. I think that there's multiple, uh, especially there's at least the one on Kronos. Or Kronos is an EVM, crypto.org's chain. Um, but I think the difference is that, you know, that that's kind of deeply tied to the exchange. Um, and as much as we kind of love crypto.com, they're not totally part of like the Cosmos open source, super decentralized ethos. I guess I can't put my finger on what I'm saying, but it's, 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 it's kind of walled off slightly. Yeah. I don't want to bash them at all. So I'm like, no, scared no. to say that, but yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah, but I mean, I think what they're doing and and they are bridging a lot with Ethereum. I have not spent that much time on it. I, I dabbled on it a little bit, but um, I th I think Evmos is going to be a lot better. Honestly, um, we'll we'll have to wait and see. But with the Crypto.com, it, it just tends to be a little bit more walled off, which that's just the way they got it set up. There's also this thing where, and I think this is something that will get fixed in time. I, th I actually have decent hopes for Kronos and Crypto.org long term. But right now, like most of the products are kind of second rate financial things like DEXs, yield farming things. There's a little bit of a serious NFT scene. But aside from that, like it kind of feels like it's it's a chain in its infancy trying to find its way. Whereas I think Evmos will kind of see a little bit of what like Binance Smart Chain saw and a couple other um sort of those chains that popped up where within a week there was a more or less clone of the 50 biggest ethereum d apps you know the ones i'm talking about so like i think evmos will have that kick of bringing a lot of developers and users over from different ecosystems and chains namely eth um kind of together in like trying out the cosmos first in a comfortable environment uh the main kind of push for something like this i think if people are wondering what's the big draw behind like an evm is the dev familiarity so people who are used to coding in solidity the coding language for ethereum can hop into a cosmos chain that has all the benefits of being ibc connected and lower gas fees and more scalability um and code in what they're familiar with with ethereum so the idea is it'll kind of jumpstart a lot of development transfer from that ecosystem to ours yeah and it, it's also you can use metamask so you can either use kepler or metamask is that the way the setup's going to be i believe i think so yeah. um i think they're going to prioritize well actually i don't know i don't know i, th I think there will be both but um yeah, I, I, I think it'll be funny if anyone's still using MetaMask after they've tried both. I'll, yeah, I think I'll a lot question of the hard, their sanity. <laughs> a lot of the hardcore ETH people that have been using MetaMask for, you know, two, one or two years, they might just be more comfortable with it. But I was looking at some, yeah. YouTube, some of the YouTube videos. I think Cryptocito did a sneak peek um, on Evmos about two weeks ago, and it was showing that there's you can 
the dual wallets with MetaMask and Kepler. So I, if, if I remember collect, correctly. Yeah, so someone had showed me that there's evmos.me and uh, that was like where they're going to show you the airdrop calculator, but I wasn't sure if that's like the legit site. You know what I mean? Hmm. Has anybody seen that? It looks pretty, oh. like, it looks nice, I guess. But Wait, so there's a calculator Well, no, it, it was beta. To, it was beta. Evmos.me, and like, yeah. uh, that's what they said it's going to look like, but yeah. I don't think it works yet. And I didn't want to connect my wallet, so. I was like, I'll wait. Because it was just some guy randomly replying in Discord, and I was like, is this legit? But then I loaded it up. The random Discord link. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't a private, because I asked. I was like, is there an Evmos airdrop checker? Where is it at? And uh, yeah, that's that's what I got as the reply. So. Akash actually showed uh, the website on his interview with CryptoCito. So that's a real website. <laughs> um, so what it's going to be is, yeah, it's going to be where you claim your Evmos airdrop, where you can check your Evmos airdrop, your rec drop. Um, but also, too, they said it's going to be kind of like an analytics dashboard for other Evmos projects as well. Um, and then probably another like dashboard where people can go to that claim airdrops so that people can have like a trusted airdrop claiming website rather than like every, every project spinning up every week and having their own website where it's like connect your wallet especially after exactly so they're kind of just trying to make like a little portal that makes it user friendly but also like really safe and really like just fast and convenient for everybody to look up airdrops look up projects and claim it all and everything yeah it was a really sweet looking uh user interface and then there's that character like I think it's like an astronaut dude or something. They said that he's going to be like a very important. I think they're going to make like NFTs of him or something. There's going to be like some sort of story. Does anyone know what time uh, on Monday the 28th that it's all going to take off? Because I, I was going to get into Discord and start asking some of the admins, but I, it's usually they'll they'll post like what time the mainnet goes and all that. I don't know, but I I luckily took the day off of work, so I'm happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I'm not missing out. I'm claiming yeah. before there's a price. I'm not yeah, gonna be able to mint and all that <laughs> shit. Yeah, because Clay, you're you're gonna you're going for an Ev- Evmos punk and yeah. I think you got level ten. You got level ten. Yeah. You did get level ten, Clay? Yeah. Nice. I've been in there for like since it started almost. <laughs> in the Discord. Yeah, I've been like, because I don't know, I just randomly saw them like one of my posts, and I was like, what the hell is this? And then I went to it, and I was like, oh, this looks pretty legit, because I like the HD like version of them. They look pretty cool. And uh, yeah, and I also have some really weird looking funky ones, so I'm happy about that. Yo, Chaotic Beauty, I know it's kind of been a minute, but you had your hand up a second ago. Anything you want to jump in on? Might have passed, but. Um, I was actually curious about you you kind of answered my question before where I was going to ask what's the difference between, you know, the three separate things, uh, you know, IBC, the Tendermint, and then the Evmos. So are these like, oh, yeah, are these three packages that developers get to use or is Evmos a completely new chain like all the other IBCs? Yeah, that's a really good question, actually. Um, so Tendermint is... Uh, a very low level thing in a blockchain like I, I explained this a little too in depth last week so i'll try and do, like can consolidate it 
Um, what makes like blockchains post Bitcoin kind of special is the decentralized part and like anybody can run them. And there was this problem at the core that needed to be solved called the Byzantine generals problem, which is like an age old problem, but came to play in blockchain. Um, I can talk more about it if we want, but that's what I'm going to try and avoid. And Tendermint is like a, it's called the Tendermint BFT, Byzantine Fault Tolerant Consensus Mechanism. So it's something at the core of a blockchain that allows it to keep running with certainty and accuracy, even if some portion of the nodes either fail and stop running or try and collude and like report malicious transactions. So nodes being the equivalent of Bitcoin miners uh, or miners in Bitcoin. In, in the cosmos, we do proof of stake and we stake with nodes or validators. There's a lot of kind of names for it. Um, and so Tendermint is this like core, core infrastructure that makes the blockchain safe and ticks and kind of what makes it tick. And then a lot of different things can be built on top of that. Um, and so like one of those things is the Cosmos SDK, which is one of the reasons like we kind of call this ecosystem the Cosmos, even though it's not all having to do with the Atom token, which is what some people know of as Cosmos. Um, and the Cosmos SDK is built on top of Tendermint and it comes like prepackaged, all ready to go with this thing called IBC, which is the inter-blockchain communication protocol that just allows blockchains that have its infrastructure built into them to communicate super easily with each other. Evmos is a sovereign chain that's spinning up and launching soon. So it'll be its own blockchain as separate from Atom or any other coin as Ethereum is. But it'll be built on Tendermint at its core and with IBC like built into its infrastructure. So it'll be an Ethereum virtual machine that's just like a sovereign Ethereum chain that rather than having to have bridges built on top of it, like if people heard about the recent massive hack of the bridge wormhole, that was a bridge built on top of Ethereum and Solana. And on top of is kind of, it's like in, in a coding sense, like the code is built as a, a, second, a secondary piece to the puzzle. Whereas with IBC and Evmos, um, it's like built deep into the infrastructure. And so it's a lot more redundant, um, less prone to failure, hacks, all that kind of stuff. So there's kind of a lot of different pieces of the puzzle here, but Evmos, its own independent chain that is built from the ground up to connect with other IBC chains with like IBC built in. And then one common feature among pretty much all of the chains in the cosmos, or I think all of them, is that they use the Tendermint consensus mechanism at their core. So everything kind of related, um, not quite the same, all like in interplaying with each other, but Hopefully that kind of answered what you were what you were asking about chaotic. Yeah, uh, yeah, that that was a really great answer actually. So that cleared up a lot of my uh, questions in general actually about how these things connect. And uh, I'm just curious now if Evmos can be forked and if um, much like how the other, you know, I can take Tendermint and make my own sovereign blockchain and do you know put IBC on it. Uh, I'm curious if Evmos would be uh you know the same thing and how this isn't in relation to chronos like it seems like chronos already did it um uh so you know what did chronos do exactly because you, you guys are saying that it's not exactly 
yeah. part of the whole thing, but it is at the same time. Like how Binance Chain is a part of the thing, but it's not really. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Kronos is kind of like a step in between, almost. Uh, I mean, this is why I said it was hard to put a finger on, because like apparently like they actually are big contributors to our code. Like they're actually a good asset to our ecosystem. So I don't want to like come across bas come across bashing them. But like, yeah, Binance is built on the Cosmos SDK and therefore Tendermint and stuff. Uh, but for many reasons, they don't have IBC enabled. So they're not really like part of our ecosystem in that way. Kronos does have IBC uh, enabled. Um, and I guess, like I said, it's hard to put a finger on it. But for one, EVM, I guess, like I, I'm not a developer, so I don't know the super technicals. But when most people throw around the term EVM, um, I think it generally means a blockchain where you can write smart contracts in solidity. It should mean like a, a fork of the Ethereum code, like kind of implies that but i think like just colloquially it's like any blockchain where you can use solidity ethereum's language to do your programming and stuff and so i think like chronos is that in that you can code with solidity but they did kind of build their own thing they tweaked it a bit in the way binance did whereas evmos i guess i don't even want to speak here because i'm not 100 percent sure but i think it is much more like just trying to be a general purpose, very similar to Ethereum, but way more scalable with IBC. Like, well, and the, yeah, and the gov chaotic. governance is going to be different, right? I mean, like, with yeah, Kronos is a part of. Yeah, crypto. okay, Kronos, that's a huge part. Yeah, it, I mean, Crypto.com, like like we said, it, they are a part of the Cosmos, but they do their own thing. They're sovereign, and they're more centralized. From what I understand, Evmos is going to be completely decentralized where it i think the token name is photon which is i think is very cool for the token um so like chaos just kind of like a little tldr on Edmos. it's kind of the same thing what you guys are trying to do with harmony one over to cosmos except each chain is going to be able to have its own chain and have sovereignty rather than having to abide by like the uh, harmony one rules <clears throat> that they're providing as kind of like the beacon chain and the launch pad um, but yeah, yeah kind of like EVM, like Kronos and uh, Evmos are going to kind of be like EVM compatible chains that people can leverage to run their Solidity code, even when they have their own chain, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. because I'm aware of uh, Cosmos more now because of uh, Harmony announced that they're building uh, the light client bridge for Cosmos between Harmony. And so I'm just trying to figure out before it comes out where exactly it's bridging because if it's going to be connected to uh you know the atom ecosystem versus the evmos ecosystem like those are two different uh two different things because if i'm going to bridge a uh, nft from harmony over to cosmos then they it are still... yeah like it's just confusing because it's like how do you how do you turn a a uh you know, a, a solidity contract into a into a Cosmos contract that's that's fully compatible with uh, Cosmos. You know, yeah. it's like that's that's where I'm getting a little lost. Yes, yeah, so I, I think if, uh, Evmos kind of does all that for you. So Evmos is like kind of just like your your port city to where you have your Ethereum code. You don't have to worry about anything IBC. You just worry about your Ethereum code and you like can run it there. And then because you're running it on Evmos, it has all of the base like modular 
requirements to be able to communicate through IBC and can like translate your Solidity contract and data into like receivable info on through IBC. Yeah, and just taking a guess, I don't know about the Harmony Lightbridge, uh, but like I would I would guess they're not going to connect to Evmos. They'll connect to something like maybe the Hub, uh, Atoms Hub, or maybe the Gravity Bridge, or maybe like the beauty of the Cosmos. Maybe they'll spin up their own chain like to be a receiver. I don't know. Um, I'm sure the answer's already out there. I just haven't looked into it. But it's probably not that they would bridge straight to Evmos because that... Uh, I don't think they put resources into bridging into the Cosmos ecosystem only to bridge straight into. Yeah, they're they're, they're a whole own sovereign thing. Like they'd be their own Evmo style thing. But the way that yeah, Harmony yeah. One does it is they don't give <clears throat> project sovereignty. They have to kind of like rely on the Harmony One beacon chain and follow those rules. If I'm correct, Chaotic. yeah, yeah. Um, no, I I don't even know either because um, they haven't released any details. We only know the company that's building it. We know that it's going to take a couple of months. And we know that it's going to be a native bridge, much like anything else that Harmony has done so far, um, which could pose as a risk in a lot of ways just because bridges are risky. So, um, yeah, like I, I was curious what other light clients are out there besides, you know, the one that's predicted to happen for Harmony. Uh, you know, what other what other bridges are there for Cosmos that's, you know, not Harmony? I I tell you what, chaotic. If if you view the uh, Osmosis did a spaces earlier today, and Sunny and a guy from one of the reps from Wormhole was discussing this very topic, and they they were going into in depth technicals about bridging and moving contracts over from from one chain to another, and um, they were getting a real deep dive into it. So um, I'm sure it was recorded. But yeah, a, a lot of it, it it's going to be it's going to be really it's good. The whole ecosystem is going to be bridging with other chains. But the, the unique thing about Cosmos and IBC is we've already got it built into the code. So it's like all these other changes that all these other blockchains that have been siloed, they're just racing to get connected to one another. Yeah, I can, I can speak speak i can go through a couple of the bridges real quick just like a little bullet point list so there is the gravity bridge which just launched and is live and has some contention around it that's just a direct ethereum to gravity bridge chain bridge it's its own chain here in the cosmos and from there you can send those assets to you know any other chain in the cosmos there's the Peggy bridge uh, built into SIFChain. SIFChain is another DEX in the Cosmos ecosystem that has a pretty fleshed out uh, omni-chain bridge. There is a bridge I can't remember the name of right now between Ethereum and Terra in the Luna, eco Luna ecosystem, because you can have uh, Ethereum. Is it wormhole they use? I think. Yeah, I think so. If you think so too, then I'm pretty sure. Um, then coming up, we have Axelar, Axelar Bridge, which I don't know a ton on. I just want to give it a mention. That's that's like a bridge that's in the running. Um, there's a Bitcoin bridge coming that's kind of like the chain is live, but the actual bridging capabilities aren't yet called Nomic, N-O-M-I-C. Um, there's, let's see, anyone else feel free to hop in here. I think there are a couple more I'm missing, at least like upcoming. Um, 
Is uh, is Cosmos uh, work with Chainlink? They don't. No, not not really. Um, there's the closest we have right now, much to my dismay. I'm a big Link Marine. Um, is you can get Link price feed oracles for your Cosmosm app. So like if if you're doing a, a smart contract here in the Cosmos, most likely, depending on where you are. Uh, the language you're going to use instead of Solidity would be Cosmosm, and one of its benefits is it can kind of talk between chains. Um, we have a chain here in the Cosmos called Iris, Iris Hub, um, which one of the services it offers, its whole thing is it's trying to be like a blockchain services platform for other blockchains to rent services. They have link price nodes that uh, apps can access, but uh, there's no like direct working. There's some apps in the Luna ecosystem that handle it a massive amount of money that have had some problems before. So they finally bucked up and adopted Chainlink. Um, but outside of that, nothing like uh, on the infrastructure level, unfortunately. I would love to see IBC integrated with CCIP when it goes live. However, that might manifest itself, but, but yeah, the, the, and then there will be more bridges to come to add to my list. Like I'm sure I forgot some already and more will pop up. And that's one of the big debates that's been going on. Like Mayor was talking about the uh, Osmosis Labs video earlier. Like that was kind of a lot of what the conversation revolved around. Um, shoot, I kind of fit, we, I, I let someone up here to ask a question. I kind of think they went down off the stage because we took too long to get to them. So I do apologize. Come back up if you want to ask anything or pop in. Degenerate, glad to see you're still up here. How you doing, man? Good as always. Um, <laughs> yeah, not too bad. I, I was wondering about the uh, Edmos drop. So when when can you claim that? I assume when it goes live on Monday, right? Yes. Yeah. Unless they push it back, but I don't think after the all this they'll push it back again. Yeah. So we're not sure on like exact time. That's what Mayor was asking earlier, but yeah, yeah, there is a possibility it could get pushed back. I think. Who was I listening to? I, or maybe. No, I mean, no, Netta's no. Netta's airdrop got pushed back, and in all reality, that's the simplest code in airdrop there possibly could be. It's a coin that's whole thing is it does nothing. So, and I don't blame them for it. It just speaks to how you need to be extra sure about these things. So. Could be pushed back, but but I'm pretty sure that they're, they're shooting for Monday, February 28th, and there's there's going to be a, a web page where you can go and check what you can claim, especially um, degenerate because you've done a lot of you've done a lot of trading over in ETH world, so you'll be you'll be able to claim some a lot, I guess. I hope. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, the dinner. It looks like you brought a lazy line here with you too. I was gonna say <laughs> in the audience, and then uh, he messaged me, and he's like, "When's this airdrop happening?" So uh, I guess you guys just answered that question already. Yeah, Monday. In case we weren't unclear. Hey, Crypto Critic, stay here for. Make sure you stay here for a little longer. Might have a surprise present for you, and a few others in here. So don't leave. Mm -hmm. Okay, the surprise is this is a cult and we're trying to recruit all the lazy lion people. <laughs> Degenerates are inside Trojan horse. One of us. One of us. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, okay, that's sick. I'm hyped for it. I, I, I've been waiting for a bit now. And uh, probably, I, I don't know, What do you, what, what's your thing on this? Like, you think for Evmo, it's probably just hold, hey? Hold it all? Uh, You're out. Do they I have, have, like, <clears throat> do, are they going to claw back, like, some after and, like, use it as a community pool, like, uh, like, like Osmosis did? I can send you the token model. I'll send it to you, Timmy, and you can post it. Yeah, Clay, I think they're doing something like that. They're doing something like that, right? Yeah, so that makes not, me like, think that it's going to kind of dump for a little while. Like, I don't know. Like, it might maybe, like, let's say it's $5, right? Like, kind of like how Osmosis was. Like, I kind of see it going up to like seven, dumping down to like four, and then going up from there, like dumping down to like maybe two or th- one, you know well, what I mean? Like but I, like, if it was five dollars, I have no idea what it's going to be. Like but. I, the, the the strategy I've adopted for airdrops that I like the project behind. Obviously, if I get an airdrop for something I do research into, and I'm like, eh, then I'll probably sell a good chunk of it. But with something like Edmos, like I I genuinely have gotten in the strategy I don't even claim on the first day, because it prevents me from doing anything rash, which I probably don't want to do. Like maybe the price has a crazy spike. And you're like, oh, it's got to correct and you sell and then it keeps going. Or maybe it dips, you get scared because you're having a bad day. Like I've gotten in the habit of claiming my airdrops a little bit late, keeping an eye on price. And like, again, if it's a project I trust, I just scoop more if it has an initial sell-off dip. Like I know some people would say, oh, if it's going to have an initial sell-off dip, then you could swing trade it, sell your stack right away, buy back more when it's lower. But like everybody knows how that goes in day trading and like, I don't know. I don't know. To be honest, I, I'm debating on maybe selling like half of it or something up front. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But hey, uh, congratulations on selling your house, bro. By the way, thanks, man. Is yeah. that is that you that pumped Juno today? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'll put the entire I, immediate <laughs> immediately. I don't, get, uh, I don't get my money until the first when the people take possession and. Uh, which sucks because I almost guarantee with my luck, the crypto market's just going to fucking pump. Like Luna looks like it's prime. <laughs> Go, man. Like it's looking like it's going right up to 70. So maybe even 90, but we'll see. I, I, just I always hope- tell people the dollar cost average, man. Like just, you know, like be smart about it. Here's what you do, man. You open up a bunch of credit cards, max them all out, buying crypto, pay it off when the house comes in. What could go wrong? Well, here's what's going to happen. When, Absolutely don't do that, anyone. <laughs> when, when Evmo sees my uh, ETH uh, gas that I've I've spent, I'm gonna get yeah. like a million dollars in Evmos on Monday. Uh-huh. And <laughs> I think actually, I don't know. It's either I'm gonna get a lot of money, or Evmos is just gonna like message me personally and be like, "Hey, man, we're really sorry about this." Like, <laughs> send Dude, like- I I. I genuinely wonder if there'll be a little bit of saltiness from Cosmos people that get a smaller airdrop than ETH people just because of the insane gas fees you guys have spent. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, this is what I'm wondering. This is the only reason I was saying I might maybe sell like half of it and then like yeah. later. Is just, I'm torn between I don't know if ETH, ETH people are going to like dump the airdrop when they get it and bring it over to ETH or I'm thinking like Maybe only the ETH people that will get this airdrop are people that are somewhat conscious of the Cosmos ecosystem, and so they'll hold it. So I I don't I'll, know. I'll say I don't think it'll be net positive. 
like if all other factors were the same, if Evmos was launching and only being airdropped to Cosmos people uh, versus what is actually happening, I think it's pretty understandable and inevitable, and I could be wrong, that we will see like more of a dip just because out of all the Ethereum people getting it, even if a ton of them are you know interested in the project, there'll still be some that just want to take that airdrop. And just being interested in holding it doesn't necessarily mean you're immediately converted enough to like buy more and add to the price going up. So I do think it, we might see some kind of a dip. Um, like I said, I'm still not going to even claim right away, I don't think. Like, I'm not going to sell. And maybe we'll pump. I don't, I don't know shit. But I think just looking at kind of the facts of who's getting it compared to other airdrops, there is inherently going to be a bit more sell pressure. I think that's not like unreasonable to bet on. Depends on how much they get too to generate because they get 500 bucks, but it's going to cost them 300 to 500 bucks to bridge it back over to Ethereum. You know, maybe they do it, but, <laughs> but, uh, I think what's cool is no matter what, even if, even if people are dumping it, they're going to get a chance to like experience like how cool IBC is and Cosmos and be like, whoa, I just made this transaction for like zero gas fees and it was super fast and I can. Just go back to Ethereum too, or I can bring more Ethereum over. <laughs> you know what Evmos should? You know what Evmos should do? Open they up. should and pool. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say they should. God, they should do the thing where you claim your airdrop in chunks, and like you only get twenty percent of it if you interact with some D app on Evmos or something. Like force people to at least play with something once. They might. Yeah, they yeah, totally but... might. But degenerate, I think what's going to be cool is a big focus for Evmos is going to be on DeFi. So there's going to be so many incentives and like rewards and high APRs for uh, DeFi over on Evmos. So that includes all the Ethereum that people can bring out over. So I think if that APR is like put in front of their face, like I think you're right. Like there's going to be people that just see money, free money, more ETH and just dump it. But like, you know, if, if people get the chance and take the time to like see what's in front of them, like, wait, holy shit, I can LP this and make like... 500% to 1000% APR like that's nuts because there's going to be like multiple incentives for these first few uh, pools and these first few like DeFi programs like diffusion is going to have diffusion rewards plus Evmos rewards and I imagine there's going to be some other way that something else gets put in there so well, the beginning is always the best time for those DeFi pools too and has anybody heard any confirmation more last I heard Ave was looking at launching v3 on Evmos that seemed a little crazy when I read about it. Has anyone heard anything of that? I think it, it got approved. I think so. I, I know that it was, I don't know about the vote. I know that it was like they were in favor of doing it, but then I also heard the other night on one of our spaces. Yeah, they were uh, going with Kronos. Yeah, Kronos News was saying that Ave was going to go with them. So maybe they're on multiple platforms because what's going to be cool is if even if they're like Ave is running on. Uh, Evmos and Kronos, they can do cross-chain calls and still talk to each other, <laughs> you know? So it's not like they're on separate islands, but I guess we'll see. That's that's just super going to be super cool. Like, we're going to have actually, like, really dope lending protocols coming to IBC and be able to leverage our assets even more. Well, on uh, Diffusion... Mayor, real quick for everybody, Mayor, thanks for sending me that link. I'm going to pin to the top of this space uh, a link, a tweet to the link of the Evmos tokenomics for anybody that wants to check that out. Degenerate, I know, had something to say, too. Go ahead, Degenerate. I was just going to say that the other dynamic, too, I didn't even think about is, like, like when I was hard trading NFTs, I was, like, pretty much only focused on NFTs, like, not DeFi. I mean, you guys kind of 
pulled me back into DeFi, which I've almost liked a little bit more because I don't have to like worry about like floors crashing and my pictures being worth nothing right now. <laughs> but uh, um, so I, I will see about that too. Cause I mean, some people, especially, I think the people that spend the most money on gas on ETH are going to be people trading NFTs all the time. Like I don't think the DeFi, I mean, when you're moving money around, the gas is like a lot lower than, than when you're like, interacting with smart contracts and stuff like that so uh but once yeah, again, but like tricky said maybe maybe they're just not DeFi people because they haven't seen the the type of apys that fmos will throw in their face who knows <laughs> oh yeah well the uh i one thing i'll just say this is like a, a little bit off topic actually completely off topic i hate that they took the 100 symbol off of <laughs> oh yeah bro <laughs> agree with somebody and i don't want a heart i want a 100 wait Dude. what yes, i have the 100 yeah. I, it's like a weird uh, like faction they divided us in half like half the people have the update and half wait the people what is don't. does it show me doing 100 right now for people or yeah does it convert it but then we also wait, have colored have hearts heart? yeah you can change the color of your heart like i'll do an orange one right now There's oh wait orange. oh i see oh shit. Yeah. You can do the yeah. do green yeah, you can oh, change it up. Okay. Yo, we need a heart and a hundred. They both serve different. <laughs> no, we need the heart. We need to petition for the heart. For <laughs> we need both. Yeah, I'm sorry for the. We hundred. need the heart, but we yeah. also need the hundred. And I'm not gonna lie, I, I did kind of like the fist, but you know, the clap <laughs> cool too. Yeah, the fist was awesome. <laughs> oh, we hey, hey, going back to diffusion real quick. I just wanted to tell everybody that. Um, okay, so like when Evmos comes out, there's gonna be like a lot of places to park your Evmos tokens. There's going to be a lot of competition for that. And like for, from what I know, there's going to be X swap, EX swap, and then diffusion finance. And uh, that's the only ones I know of so far, like that are going to be two competing DEXs. But one thing about diffusion that I know is happening is that if you put your, if you park your Evmos tokens there and uh, use them to yield farm, uh, they're going to do a airdrop of the diffusion token that they're going to launch uh, too early lps on their platform so and i'm sure x swap is going to be doing something too so maybe you want to like split up your your uh your airdrop if you get one or uh your investment if you're going to invest into it but yeah so that was one thing that i i had heard of from their space that was kind of like alpha where um yeah you're going to be uh rewarded for at least providing your most tokens there for a little while Dude, you're gonna have to do a third on egg swap, third on diffusion, and a third stake. Yeah, yeah so like, that's what I was drop. thinking. <laughs> well, like yeah, have most airdrops too. That's what's nuts too. And staking system of airdrops. And then I'm gonna like I was degenerate uh, was asking earlier. Like I'm gonna put in probably like a thousand dollars to Evmos. Like see where it goes. Like what if it's seven X is like like uh, Som did. You know what I mean? Like that would be cool. But uh, yeah. I was thinking too, man. If if ETH heads come in and dump it, and it like goes like at the end of the day, it's still a solid project. People in the yeah. car are gonna love it, and eventually ETH people will use it to bridge over, and vice versa, or whatever happens. But so it's still a great project. If it gets dumped real quick, you could scoop up a bunch for yeah. Not like, like, well, the reason I buy like right when it comes out is like the rewards seem to be so high that like you win either way. Like even if it dumps, like you usually get rewarded the amount it was going to dump anyway. You know what I mean? And then maybe you get an airdrop or something for being like an early earlier person or something like that. 
Um, and, uh, you know, it usually works out if you buy early. And, uh, so that's why I do that. And then if it dumps, you know, I'll, I'll chunk a few more thousand in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just as like an example of, you know, these price fluctuations versus yield farming APYs, wherever that yield may come from, like someone, if I can find it, I'll pin it above, but someone did a, a bit of a mathematical breakdown in a tweet thread earlier, looking at the Osmo UST pool, for example, which is, you know, Osmo paired with a stable coin with a hundred and something percent APY rewards. And like the math came out to like, Osmo would have to dump like 80 something percent or pump over 200 or something for you to like lose money overall from like the impermanent loss compared to just like holding one of the tokens. And it's, it's no different for something like this, whether you're going to be staking your Evmos or Photon, I guess, or LPing it. Like as long as the APY is decent and you're not LPing it with some little shit coin that'll like go to zero, like Degenerate just said, you know, like it's a solid project. Even if it sees that initial dip, if, if you're getting some nice APY from yield farming somewhere, you're, you're not going to care. It's going to maybe you'll want to just scoop up more. Like it, oh, these these yields really do offset a lot of price action. It's crazy. Dude, even like the stars pool right now. I was like this weekend for family day weekend or whatever, and I like forgot about my yield farming for a bit or my uh, liquidity pools. And I like came back to it and I had like a hundred bucks sitting in there because it was like a couple days of just like stacking and it's like, whatever, everything's down right now. I should be like sad about things, but I'm like, oh, look, a nice little hundred bucks. <laughs> That's not too bad. And then when the market goes up, it'll be more than that. So even better. <laughs> yeah. And like what Juno's doing right now, despite the market, it's crazy. What I actually looked on like CoinGecko or something, it must have really jumped up in the ranks because it's ATH now while the market's down, right? Well, the, the only thing, the only like Cosmos project that I really want to be in that I'm not right now is like Luna. Other than that, uh, I have a big fat position in Juno, Stars, uh, not that much in Osmo, but pretty much all of my LP rewards I'm just stuffing into Osmo right now. And then, uh, I think I think I've made like two hundred and fifty bucks or something since I started staking, or three hundred bucks. That's now in all. So, <laughs> pretty. Happy I mean, I'm sure you don't need shilling. You've you've been here long enough. But Luna is, yeah. if it works out, it is. It's going to be a monster. It, it's the stable coin of the whole interchain. Just yeah. think about how much value that captures, right? Like, oh man, you sit in one space with like Sefi and uh, Lucky and those guys, and you just get like an hour shill, and then you just you like come out of the Twitter space just shaking, like, oh, I need to buy Luna right now. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing about Luna. It's I'll make this prediction right now. It's it's going to go back to a hundred within a couple months because just the deflationary. I I don't know if anyone saw that uh, Do Kwan posted. They've already def they're only at eighty percent of Luna what's left. So twenty percent of Luna has been burned, and and the tokenomics of it is, the more and more UST gets adopted, just the more, the more Luna is going to get burned. So it's it's just very deflationary, the way it's set up. So well, Luna's basically set up so that either the entire system crumbles and fails and goes to zero, mm -hmm. or barring that happening, it just keeps going up forever. Honestly, like it's very weird. In in theory, that like in a long enough run, 
UST adoption continues to arise. Luna gets burned to create it, barring the entire system collapsing. Like it's one of the most sure bets in like, crypto. And not like, financial advice whatsoever. <laughs> I just really hope like Elon Musk trash talks Luna and the whole Cosmos system. So we get just a huge dip or trip sideways till April first. And then after April first, <laughs> and then we can go. <laughs> Is that when you get hey. your house money? Yeah. Yeah. After I get my money, we can go all out. But you know what the fuck? Uh, he actually posted he actually posted like two days ago that he's he's uh, a fan of Rust the as far as the uh, coding. Who so, Elon? Yeah, Elon posted uh, he was in a discussion with someone else and he's he said I forget what he said. I can find it. I'll I'll look it up. He said he's like he's like I, I'm in favor hold on let me look it up now i've been so surprised that he hasn't said anything about cosmos like at all you know what i mean like like has he even looked into this stuff like i just well, feel he doesn't like, like say you know that I mean? much about anything except bitcoin he hasn't said anything about ethereum no but he yeah, talks about right. he does talk he talks about, about doge and bitcoin yeah so that's <laughs> the one too man i think I'm i don't moving, know moving out of the cosmos getting into doge <laughs> It's just because oh, he's man. like, you know, he's into space, you know, and it's the cosmos. And I just feel like yeah, it fits his like whole like, you know, persona and to not have like ever said anything. I don't know. Like, I just mm -hmm. feel like all of us have done our research. Like whenever you get into crypto, you, you look into Bitcoin, you look into Ethereum, and then you, you usually end up in cosmos. Like if you I know think like what you're looking important for. To remember I think the, being a smart person and in his case, you know, a debatably a genius doesn't mean you can't get tunnel vision too. And with the amount of things he's busy on, maybe he's not actually researching alternative L1s and stuff the way you think he would. Like but That's what I was thinking too. Like the guy's like doing a million. <laughs> like True. he's probably, he's probably <laughs> always into crypto, but like think how many hours all of us, probably everybody in this space here spend on like Twitter, like focused on crypto stuff. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's maybe like, he's it's just waiting for the market to like figure it out. He's waiting for it to change to C++ so he doesn't have to learn a new programming language. Dude, he, he probably already has a million dollars worth of Juno. He's just not saying anything till the right moment. A million dollars? You mean like 10 million Juno? He was the whale. He was the $50,000 50, $50, Juno. Man, if he was the whale, he don't need no more free shit. What the fuck? That would be nuts. This is the funny... This is like a, a another like, I guess, huge like positive thing for crypto. Like, when I get that money in my bank account for that, for my house, I'm not going to be able to just like wire it, like all of it right into crypto. I don't think I'm probably gonna have to put it into like chunks because I, I have a limit on how much of my own money I can spend in the real world. So <laughs> yeah, uh, real quick, just scrolling through the people in here, notice a couple people uh, that are not necessarily cosmonauts, couple new faces. So just want to remind everyone, like, we'll be talking about whatever, but this is a time to hop up here, request to come on stage, ask questions about uh, getting into Cosmos, the basic stuff, maybe joining your first liquidity pool. If you're not too sure what the difference between Atom and Osmo and these, all the things we're talking about, you know, anything we brush over where you're like, oh, I kind of wish I understood that more, but I don't want to interrupt them. Like, this is the time and place for that. So anybody here who's new, um, anybody here who's not new, sorry to hear me say it the millionth time, but that's my big goal here is giving, giving them just people a platform for questions. So feel free to come up at any time. Hey, yeah, a little bit, a little bit changing the topic from uh, Cosmos, but 
have you have you looked into Voyager a whole lot? I remember like two or three years ago, a friend sent me a referral code and was like, hey, when they go live, you should try them out. Like the Coinbase alternative, you mean the sex? Uh, yeah, it's like, uh, I think they're like technically like a crypto brokerage rather than an exchange. Um, but mm -hmm. they, uh, I, I've been like popping in um, Big Tico and Lucky and all of their like Luna spaces. And I was in like a small one the other night. It was like maybe 20 people. And he got like the CEO of Voyager in there. Um, and then like, I mean, this blew up to like four or 500 people. But um, they were talking about like a crypto debit card where like, it's like actually legitimately a debit card. So you can pay like your mortgage. It's which, with USDC right now is what they're starting it off with. Um, but you're going to be able to do it with like UST like that as well where you can have like your liquid staking going on, but then spend your crypto on like whatever, your mortgage to pay your credit card, your bills, all that shit. And then if you have like enough Voyager token, you also like get cash back as well. And it's not like ridiculous like CRO is. Um, but it's some, something that just blew my mind. Like he talked about it for like- Wait, not ridiculous in, in what, what metric? Well, I mean like for CRO. I think you need like, I think it's like four hundred thousand dollars you need to stake. To get okay, money. I just didn't know if you meant yeah. or the lockup to get Crypto dot com has the different levels that you have to secure Crow to get the different rewards with their crypto car card. I think Voyager is kind of the same. They're they're, I, I I just don't think you have to hold as many VGX tokens. Um, but to answer your question, DJ, I I looked at it about a year ago. And the only thing that turned me off to it was it's a Canadian company. And I mean, I, listen, I know those guys really pump Careful. it a lot. Jenner, it's Canadian. But hey, yeah. man, yeah, you're 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 in Canada, so um, it, we don't. It might it might be beneficial. I mean, nothing against nothing against. No, they the, they don't operate in Canada. They they like they can't because like the regulations here or something. I so right. They're dropping it in the U.S. and Europe and a couple other places, um, but it's like a bunch of guys that were all uh, big into like basically like obviously your mortgage and stuff needs to be paid with fiat, right? So like they just do all the back end. So you basically pay with your crypto, and in the back end they like convert it to fiat and pay your mortgage and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I think they have they have to get it's called ACH withdrawals because. Like a lot of the a lot of the crypto debit cards here in the U.S., they don't allow the ACH direct withdrawals from checking to go through the debit card. But that's what Voyager's trying to do. I don't know if it's been approved yet or not. But I've I've listened to Big T and Lucky talk about it. Supposedly, it's supposed to get approved within the next month or so. I don't know. Have you Have you heard? I think I believe it's approved, and they're just starting to release the debit card now. But they're not doing it in like everybody come grab this debit card and like go spend money. They're like gradually like uh, they're going to start putting some out now to like I think it's like the bigger users of the platform and like a couple other people like they have some partnerships with like NASCAR and stuff. So I think they're handing some out to those people. But they basically want to like slowly scale it over like the next I think it's like six months or a year or something. Yeah, like they're they're whitelisting it. They're they've got a list on who they're releasing the debit card to. Sounds like. Yeah, so they're basically like, well, if there's a 
issues with it, we want to be able to like catch that before it's just mass released. Um, but I mean, by the sounds of it, they're if they can pull it off, which I I don't know from listening in, I, I really think they can. I think that would be huge. Like imagine you're staking even for whatever USDCs and that's your new bank account and all of your money in there is getting staked for like 10, 15% plus you're making cash back on top of that. And then they said like once it's scaled, they're going to start bringing in, uh, they're going to do it with Bitcoin, ETH, uh, USDT or UST, uh, pretty much any of the bigger cryptos, you'll be able to use that and be staking that instead of USDC or have the choice. The one, the one thing in that realm I'm really looking forward to, which isn't quite the same, but, uh, and honestly, both these platforms, you know, we'll, we'll believe it when they're fully launched and see it, of course, but I'm looking forward to a, a Luna ecosystem product called Alice Finance, which is trying to be, you know, a normal bank account. I, I got to get them to sponsor me. I show them all the time because I'm so excited, but your normal bank account, direct deposits, debit cards, whatever, FDIC insured, but giving you 20% APY on holdings a year through Anchor Protocol. Um, I don't know how they're going to get that through regulations and stuff. Like right now, there's a, another one called Yoda Finance, which is like another bank where you can reap some of the benefits of Anchor and like Terra yield farming, but it's through a weird like side, you have your checkings, your savings, and then something called your crypto bucket, which is not FDIC insured. So like, I don't know how Alice is going to get around it, but if they do, I'm going to show that to every person I care about, no matter how crypto illiterate they are. I was like, listen, you don't even know what crypto is. It's a normal bank account. You'll get 20% APY. Just do it. Talking to your accountant at the end of the year. Oh no, you missed some of my finances there in my, in my crypto bucket. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're what, sir? <laughs> like, but yeah, I mean, at that point, once some of these things get, uh, some of these like whatever exchanges and, and whatever they are, brokerages can figure this stuff out. It's like, why would anybody in their right mind use a bank account where your money does literally not? <laughs> yeah, and that's what worries me about the system. As much as I love crypto, I do think we're in a bit of a house of cards because, like, if everybody's earning twenty percent APY, then no one's earning that. Like, something's something's being given somewhere. Um, well, I was gonna say, but it, then, then, like, if it does become mass adopted, then there's tons of lending opportunities. Like, imagine if they could figure a way to be like doing mortgages and stuff like that but instead of a bank that takes literally all the profit from it it's like uh whatever a system where they delegate it out back to like stakers and stuff like that yeah i just mean almost in the like big picture like the laws of thermodynamic sense of like you know energy can't be created distorted like if if crypto as we know it right now gets to be absolute mass adoption level there will not be these yield farming rates that we see because that's just not how it works because nobody's going to be paying lending rates on the other side. Nobody's going to pay 20% to borrow something. The way that Anchor Protocol does it is like a very clever math equation under the hood that's like partially financed by lending and then partially financed by, you know, a couple other mechanisms, including Anchor tokens being generated, which won't always happen. And there has to be, you know, the old value. This is just one example I'm talking of the anchor thing, but in general, like I just I'm very interested to see where crypto goes because all these opportunities and like yield comes from the fact we're in kind of a bootstrapping phase. 
and there's some equilibrium that has to be found eventually. Like that's just how a stable system works, right? You're telling me I won't be able to stake stars for 200% for the next 10 years? <sighs> Doesn't that seem just like kind of hard to grapple with? Like what will you do? <laughs> how will you spend your time? This, this is this is why like heartbreaking. This is why like i'm so confused when people are like oh yeah wonderland you can just stake it for 1500 percent, and like it's still gonna go up don't worry it's like yeah <laughs> it's like you don't have to be a math genius to know that even if the project isn't like outright malicious or something it doesn't have to be a bit connect for something to just not add up there <laughs> hey really quick i wanted to uh, hey, i got a question i want to ask well Oh, it's it's concerning with wallets. Uh, I was yeah. wondering, is a is a cosmopolitan wallet uh, or the Kepler wallet more preferred? By uh, because I noticed a lot of the uh, airdrops are not coming through on the Cosmo wallet that's in the Kepler wallet. So is it like a preferred wallet or something? Yeah. So um, I'll just give my little wallet spiel, sort of. So. Kepler uh, is like the premier desktop computer, like when you're on a computer wallet that you'll use for all the different Cosmos chains. Uh, most or every airdrop is like supported with them. So, you know, you'll go to certain airdrops that'll have you sign in with Kepler. Um, now, when you say Cosmos wallet, I'm wondering, do you mean the Cosmos the station? Cosmos station, correct. Yeah, okay, cool. So that's like, um, a really good mobile wallet like it's good for the phone and it has a little bit more support than kepler as far as like variety of chains and stuff um but as far as airdrops go actually this is a that's a really good question to bring up because with one of the most frequent questions i see is like hey i have my coins in cosmos station or whatever am i eligible for an airdrop so airdrops have to do with it doesn't have to do with your wallet um, let's say you have a hundred atom that you have staked with some validator in your private wallet. That's all like on the blockchain. It's written into the, the Cosmos Hub blockchain. Kepler versus Cosmos Station, or there are even other options out there, is just different ways of like looking at it and accessing those funds. So your funds don't live in Cosmos Station or Kepler. Rather, it's like Kepler Cosmos Station is the website you use to access your bank account or something where you can right, also go in that's the front that's the front app, the front end yeah. bingo so let's say you have your coins in cosmo station and you come across an airdrop this is a situation i see a lot um that will be like claim here with kepler people will be like oh no am i not eligible because it's in cosmo station no it well, just means that yeah go ahead uh, i just was saying the reason why i'm saying because uh it, it seems like you can't it's hard to claim them out of the out of the uh, cosmos station versus claiming from the kepler yeah it's unfortunately it's not even about like difficulty it's that some projects most projects just straight up don't integrate a claiming process with cosmos station That's um, okay. yeah for for whatever reason Cosmo Station, I like to keep in the conversation, and I really like because it's kind of like the nerdier wallet. Like, for example, if Osmosis's website goes down, or if I'm getting an error with a transaction on any chain or something, I go to the Cosmos app to like make sure stuff gets done. But as far as ease of use and like what projects are going to target for airdrops to the masses, Kepler is like what's focused on. Um, and so. If, 
Yeah, go ahead if you want to pop in. No, thanks. Cool. Um, for anybody out there wondering, though, like if if you have your coins in Cosmo Station, that's how you set it up, and now you have an airdrop in Kepler that you want to claim, this is the one and only time you should ever put your seed phrase anywhere, is into another wallet software that you trust. So something like MetaMask, Kepler, Cosmo Station, something that you can easily see hundreds of people vouch for. It's the only place you should ever put a seed phrase. So what you would do in that situation is you would go to your Cosmo Station wallet, go to the settings, tap on wallet manage, and then there you can tap view seed phrase or view monomic. And it'll even give you a little warning, make sure no one's looking over your shoulder. Um, and there you'll get a set of words that you can bring to Kepler and import. When you open up Kepler, instead of clicking create new wallet, you'll click import existing wallet, you'll put in your seed phrase words, and now you'll have two different uh, apps to manage your funds with. And they both do the same thing. They both look at the same wallet address, um, but now you can claim airdrops. Okay, cool, cool, gotcha. Just so basically just take the seed phrase over and we're good to go. Yeah, yeah, Kepler, I, I like having both set up, um, which is kind okay. of the way to surmise my long ramblings. They're both good for different things. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Thanks hey, for that. Answer hey, that. Crypto Black, I got two questions for you real quick. First question, have you ever used Kepler before? Maybe Crypto he's waiting Black. on the second question. <laughs> Crypto Black, you still here? Hey, yeah, I'm here. So. No, that, that was it, man. Thanks for uh, answering that question. That's, no, we... Uh, I, I, I was, was trying to figure that part out, but I guess I could just, uh, like you say, import it over to the Kepler wallet and claim my airdrop that way. Gotcha. Yeah, quick question for you, though. Tricky, if yeah. you want to shoot. Yes. Do you okay. have Do you have a Kepler? Have you ever used it before? Maybe he can't hear me. Maybe it's one of those co-hosts. Did you ask me a question? Yeah, <laughs> were you not here, Tricky? No, what did he say? Oh, that's so he, weird. Okay, that's a bug he, we've noticed. He's wondering, have you ever used Kepler before? Yeah, I have both set up, but I, I was only putting some on Kepler, and I did gotcha. most of my most on my uh, Cosmo station. But uh, I was missing out on a lot of airdrops because I wouldn't and didn't think to. Uh, import over to Kepler and you know pull it out that way. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. He was he was asking like if you'd use Kepler and also if you were ever the host of like a smooth jazz radio. <laughs> oh no, I need to do that, right? Hey, we can get it going, right? <laughs> hey, you, we, do, you, you should do crypto black if he's ever used osmosis before. Set it up. Let's do it. <laughs> Dude, that'd be awesome. Um, have you ever used osmosis before? Tricky's wondering. Yes. I, yeah. I use that all. I use it all the time. Yeah, I do. All right, cool. cool. Nice. Dude, that's that's the perfect type of question too. By the way, Crypto Black. So thank you for coming up here. Anybody that has any questions like that about just how wallets work or airdrops or whatever, this is the place for them. So that was that was awesome. Um, yeah, and also both Cosmo Station and Kepler have support for like having multiple wallets loaded in and saved at once. So like I, I have multiple in both. You don't need to like re-enter the seed phrase every time. You can manage multiple different wallets in each client. How do you think that they're going to work the airdrop for like ETH users? Like do you think we're going to have to just import our mask wallet or something? You'll yeah. do, I think. Yeah, go ahead, Tricky. You might know better. Uh, if you watch that video, like if you go to CryptoCito and the, <clears throat> with Akash from Evmos, you kind of like did a demo of it. They will have a MetaMask connection in there too. So you'll connect your MetaMask and you'll connect to Kepler. And then what it'll do is it'll read from your MetaMask what you're owed and then you'll be able to claim it on your Kepler. 
Imagine if it didn't require a MetaMask, that would open up some attack vector for me to just go like find a wallet that has spent a lot of gas and claim it's me. Be like, yeah, I'll take that airdrop. <laughs> All you have to do, I guess my my name is now attached to my wallet. So just type in the degenerate.eth. You're good to go. Take That's my insane. Airdrop. You got that name, bro. That's nuts. Dude, I got, yeah, I need, I need the one for my Kepler wallet though. I think, I forget what it is. I think Tricky sent it to me today, but then I'd have like, pretty much all the infinity stones of domain names. I got like soul, UST, dot ETH, dot NFT. <laughs> Gotta stack them up. Zealot, what's going on, man? Good to have you up here. Hey, thanks. <clears throat> I was uh, just wondering if you guys had any way of, uh, there's any kind of um, way to see all of your um, staked assets in the different chains, in the different L1 chains. I, I think... I can like I'd love to have a dashboard where all of them are yeah. there. Like through Kepler, it only shows the top three or something like that. Like it's not. Yeah. They say Amiris is going to have like a huge update coming up that's going to be able to or that that is going to be like your window to the you know the uh, the Cosmos world where it shows all of your tokens, all your L ones, like exactly what you're saying. So. Yeah, that actually fits perfectly into like the conversation crypto Blacksburg. So that's going to be a third, kind of fourth, fifth, depending, whatever, like massive wallet in the cosmos, Emerus. Um, a lot of people who have heard of Emerus think that it's a DEX. It's funny enough. It's just that there was another DEX, the Gravity DEX, that the only wallet that supported it was Emerus. But Emerus, yeah, is a cross-chain wallet like Kepler that's hopefully going to have a really cool kind of overview dashboard thing. For now, though, we don't have anything perfect. Um, 0x tracker uh, is among the best. It doesn't capture all the chains, but it's pretty good. You'll just put in like your Cosmos address and it'll look at your staking across various chains as well as liquidity pools and some like yield farming. It even like supports some of the niche uh, like DEXs on Kronos and stuff, um, but it doesn't have everything. And then for Terra in particular, uh, Ape Board, which yeah. considering you got the moon, you probably know about them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ape but, Board it works pretty well. And it also works with a lot of EVM chains as well. But yeah, yeah. the Cosmos, because I've been going a little bit degenerate and going to all of the different, um, getting all the different airdrops to be, um, you know, staked in the different, places now i have to like keep track of like five or six different dashboards <laughs> it's uh not not ideal that is something that i think if emerus nails it they will be seen as serious competition to kepler that'll be such a defining feature that is needed like zero x tracker is not perfect and people ask that exact question i think every time we have one of these spaces and I see it across Twitter in between multiple times a week. So hopefully we get something really, really like co comprehensive here soon. Well, cool. thanks, man. Have you ever checked out Emiris before? I have not. I'll have to uh, follow up and try this out. You can, oh, okay. I, yeah. Because you I, can basically do what, what you said right now. Like it's app.emiris.com. Okay. And, uh, you know, you'll be able to kind of like have a view of all of your IBC stuff. But like the update that I'm talking about is going to be able to like where you can more manage them, like uh, be able yeah, to like, send like the interchain accounts. Yeah. And you'll be able to see like 
within chains even right like i don't think it you for example you can't see like your juno swap liquidity in mrs yeah right i don't know if you, you can look at the i don't decks. know about oh, you don't you know about juno swap liquidity but anything that's in osmosis i'm pretty sure shows up yeah oh, that's okay. what so juno, it would just yeah. like it would just uh maybe would be because juno swaps new but it, I'm, i think it's just little interface stuff Oh so, yeah. yeah. If you go to Ameris right now, it'll pretty much be like your gateway view of your uh, portfolio into the Cosmos. I think there's very few chains that aren't actually integrated in there. Um, but if you sign into that Ameris dashboard and just look at your assets, it'll show you all of your assets. And then it'll even be like, hey, you have Akash, but you have Akash on Osmosis and you also have Akash on Akash. Yeah. It'll kind of break it down for you. Real quick, too, just while we're talking about wallets, something I always like to shout out, um, going back to what I was talking about with Cosmos Station, if you're a SIFChain user and you like SIFChain, and this will probably be a thing with other chains in the future, I'm sure they're not going to be alone. If you're in the US, you have to use a VPN to use them, right? Or, you know, you're not supposed to use them, but that's what people do. Um, like, that's not a thing on the Cosmos Station app because um, it doesn't use their website, which is what checks for a VPN. So, Let's say too lazy to spin up a VPN, but you already have Cosmos Station on your phone. It's easier, like and that's kind of more an example. I know we don't have a ton of SIF chain users. Who knows? I shouldn't say I know, but um, just as an example of like if things are ever not working, Secret in particular, when stuff isn't working on Secret Network for me, usually like transfers, um, IBC or otherwise. Like I'll try it on Cosmos Station. It'll work. Um, but yeah, just before we get away from wallets, I wanted to kind of shout that out because I always thought that was cool. People always complain about that aspect of Sift Chain, and then one day I was tooling around on there. I was like, oh, I have the whole Dex right here with their own front end that doesn't require a VPN. That's pretty cool. But hey, everybody Timmy, should have. Uh, that. I just wanted to see if there's anybody in the room that has never used uh, Osmosis before. Like, if Ooh. you've never used Osmosis, could you like raise your hand or? Like if you've never, in. if you've never had a, wa a Cosmos wallet and you've never had your assets, crypto still, black, raise your hand. That's that's definitely yeah, sure. crypto cryptic too. <laughs> you, you've never yeah. used Osmosis before? No, I, I've used it before. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But no, actually, I'm going to ask that every time now, Cosmos Clay. I kind of love that. In fact, if somebody comes up, we got one of these. Crypto Cryptic on there, the lazy lion. I tried inviting him already. He needs to get up here. I know he hasn't been on Osmosis. My man, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll send you an Osmo. Degenerate, yeah, get, get him up here. Come up. <laughs> We're trying to bribe him. <laughs> until until that time, uh, Dickenzie, I see you popped up here. What's going on, man? What's up, Dickenzie? How's it going? I, had, I got a question. Has anybody... Uh... Mess around with this Mars protocol on Terra? Ooh, not yet. But uh, that's uh, the uh, the one for yield farming uh, mirror yeah. asset pairs, right? Yeah, I, I I've tried uh, actually today. I've loaded some UST uh, in their boot uh, the bootstrap program. I mean, uh, the lunch what's uh, the phase one, and it gives you. Uh, with that program, it gives you, uh, I want to say, they got up to like 50,000, 50 million uh, Mars to give away, but you got to lock them in for about 18 months to get the full benefits out of it. Okay. So it's basically just locking the UST up for Mars. Nice. 
Okay. And on phase two with the boost grab, you're going to be able to do liquidity pro uh, providing with the Mars and the UST. So it hadn't started yet. And okay. I think you got, and you got about two days left to uh, lock in your UST for Mars on that, uh, on that uh, lunch phase. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm just curious if anybody else had uh, and, and kind of knew. I I mean, I, I'm looking at a uplink, and it, it says it's a decentralized credit protocol for the future on Luna. I, I didn't know if anybody, I mean, I didn't do, I'm looking right now, doing some research, but just curious if anybody uh, else had any uh, knowledge on that. I personally, and, you know, this has burned me a couple times, but I personally don't do uh like initial type things on terra uh it seems most of the altcoins seem to have a very rough start and kind of tank for a while before finding a floor um even though like good projects that i then accumulated floor so like i haven't locked any into mars here but i've seen a lot of hype around it um i think it has some like reputable well i think emphasis on things yeah. like i haven't done research I can, reputable types behind it and i can actually vouch for uh it's uh basically uh part they're part of the same guys that are terraform labs and uh alameda research who like funds a lot of the um, the lego money lego in the terra blockchain so it's really got really good backing and they're basically trying to build uh, a money market for lending and borrowing and leveraged um assets right that's that's what that the, what they're building and right now it's the launch part of it where uh, depending on how long you choose to um, choose to lock up your UST, they'll give you more or less of the shares that of everyone locking it up, right? And uh, like somebody else said, there's a whole, so they're just trying to kickstart the liquidity for, for that. But it's one of those that they've been talking about for a very long time, supported by TFL um, and, you know, the it's gonna be one of the main blocks money lego blocks i guess uh, of the terra blockchain i guess for any lunatics in here like including you zell i'd be interested in um in your thoughts like i'm very torn about alameda backing it because like on the one hand you could say all oh, reputable a lot of money but for anybody who doesn't know like alameda research is the number one buyer of tether at least from what we see transparently like I don't really like them being involved in our ecosystem, despite how it may, you know, mean a lot of money. But but I'm torn on it. I don't know. Any yeah. any thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I you know, they are a venture capitalist firm, right? And they're uh, they uh, the reason that I, I I'm not as worried is because they're kind of equal opportunity to all the chains that they invest in, right? Like it's not like uh, they're uh, like they're they're going from more from the point of view of like, we're gonna fund all of these different uh, upcoming things in all these chains, right? Um, so that, that's my impression so far anyways, like they don't have any, like I don't think just because that they have a lot of tether uh, deployed in some other places, right? That they're gonna, that's gonna block them or, you know, all, all of the things that they're doing are smart contracts and open and uh, they're going with the uh, transferring it to become a DAO with a lot of these uh, protocols as well, right? Like it's not a, uh, not as centralized as uh, as other protocols that I've seen in other chains. 
Yeah, no, I mean, anything on Terra, to be honest, is fairly decentralized. Even their just like node breakdown, their validator set is like pretty good in the grand scheme of chains. Um, and yeah, I don't mean to imply otherwise. I'll probably play around with Mars when it launches for sure. Like I'm interested in it. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they, they're just on the whale side, you know, but they're kind of in it for the right reasons because I I hear from a lot of their members when they are helping out and working with different protocols in the in the Terra community, like they're they're in it for the long term gain for everyone, right? Like not not in there in a predatory way. I I'll remain doubtful on that one, but yeah, hopefully. Okay. <laughs> Do your own hey, hey Timmy. Yeah. Hey, I, quick question. I mean, don't mean to interrupt, but um do, do you know as far as Juno, um the Juno swap liquidity pools, like right now it's in beta and there's no there's no APY. Is there is there a date set for when they're gonna go live? Does anyone know? Okay, I would love for someone to fact check me on this because I have tried to find where I read this since. I've been under the impression, like I thought I read at one point, that it's it's when the raw drop happens. Like that all happens at once. Raw gets dropped to liquidity providers. It starts being used to incentivize pools along with you know. Right. But I'm not 100% sure on that anymore, actually. So if and, anybody- And raw, raw is close. It's It's in March, right? Yeah, I think so. I literally cannot keep track of everything. I look it up every time, but it is, it's on the horizon. I don't think it has a date, but like, I want it to be like yesterday, Wait. you know what I mean? Because Probably I know- it launches in two weeks. There's a, there's they a don't few, tell us. There's a few airdrops to be eligible. You need to be in those Juno swap liquidity pools. And I was just like, I mean, I don't want to spread too much around right now because it's just, once you get too many- when you get too spread out, it's hard to keep track of stuff and pay attention to things, you know, and it, it would be good to have one of those dashboards once you can just see everything. Yeah. But, but, um, so yeah, I'm definitely interested in Juno swap, but yeah, it might be tied to raw that. Yeah. And does anyone know why Juno pumped today? Any, any thoughts on that? Cause people are realizing what it is. I think, I mean, yeah, at face value, I was just going to say, I think because in the Cosmos ecosystem, it's the most comparable to Ethereum in the way that other coins that have pumped like crazy, like Solana, Cardano, etc. are. <clears throat> it's a general all-purpose smart contracts platform, but it has these awesome caveats of being like interoperable and scalable. And like it, that doesn't help with what happened today, especially, but feeding off of why people are coming around. I just think Juno's due for one of those pumps that looks kind of disgusting and makes you question <laughs> the whole thing. That would be amazing. Even. Juno I, is what 75% yeah. of people think Cosmos is. Juno's yeah. also the only coin in all those ones I listed and other examples <clears throat> that didn't have VC funding and that's not traded on a sex, and those should absolutely not be discounted as factors in price action. Like you, Here's the other thing. You can't short Juno. You can't take artificial outside money and drive the price down without having any other stake in the system, which is something you can't say for any other top 50 coin, let alone in the top 200. Like It's crazy. So, hey, real so, quick... Uh... Yeah, so, so crypto, crypto yeah, cryptic. Yeah, so so since you guys decided to dox my voice, I wanted to <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to join in. Uh, really interesting space. Uh, you guys just mentioned like top fifty coins, so that's where most of my effort has been spent. 
uh, doing the regular regular Bitcoin, Cardano, uh, Ripple. I lost a lot of money on Ripple and you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But uh, this is my first time actually, like, kind of learning about like yield farming. This is my first time hearing about Luna, Cosmo, Bro. Juno. Well, yeah. we, we want to yeah, help, so, 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 help you. We want to help you with what you lost in Ripple, man. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, so I'm like a, I'm like a Wait, Clay. DeFi virgin. <laughs> Like, Clay, can you help? Like, let's pop the cherry. Have you downloaded Kepler yet? No, I haven't. So, so I, I've actually been taking notes uh, since I got on here. Um, so there's Kepler that I have to uh, download when I get off and hey. uh, kind of look back at osmosis. Because my, my wallet experience has been like just Trust Wallet, MetaMask, hey, Alpha, do you have, um, Phantom. Do you have an iPhone or an Android? iPhone. Okay, well, you could download Kepler right now, and uh, that might be of benefit to you. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get to it afterwards, man. Um, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to commend you on the space, and, you know, thanks to DGen for shitting you guys. You know, I'll be, I'll be staying tuned. Hey, Cryptic, what Clay is trying to say is you should, if you're on your computer right now, download yeah. Kepler's wallet and set it up, and we're going to send you some Osmo. So that you can yeah. make okay, 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 okay. Like, yeah, right Clay was just having a hard time getting that out. <laughs> no, I was trying to set up tricky. So there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Generosity, bro. In fact, no, crypto. Wanted, what I'm going to do is give you some Osmo so that you could get started and and uh, you know start your journey down that we that we all did, and uh, yeah, end up here. We're going to get you in your first uh, liquidity pool. Oh, and, nice. Uh, degenerate can attest to that. You know, oh, it's nice. it's worth it. It's so, fun. So, so, should, I, should I like uh, import from so, an existing wallet or create a new one? If you don't have any kind of Cosmos wallet uh, whatsoever, like if you know you've just been on Ethereum, yeah, you could make a new one. Um, you okay. could use your same Ethereum phrase. I'm pretty sure in theory that should work. I haven't tried it myself, oh, but okay. I just pinned um, a tweet the most recent tweet if you scroll all the way to like the leftmost tweet a link to a youtube video i made that's just okay probably if you're an ethereum user it'll be pretty self-explanatory but that's just kind of all the basic kepler setup um and yeah gotcha yeah, let us know, we'll, let us we'll know any through, questions we'll walk you through it right now let's, let's yeah. do yeah. okay fine fine so, so i I'm, I'm like uh signing up now i have to create like a new wallet i'm gonna use my apple id so do you have a Kepler? Are you on your iPhone or are you on? Don't use your iPhone. Apple ID. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. for you. I, I want to keep it Web three. Yeah. Um, right, so so here, here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll sign up for it now, and I'll raise my hand when I'm done. That sounds perfect. Okay. And then, and then uh, let's. We're using the honor system here. If there's anybody out in the crowd that has never used Osmosis and you're totally new to Cosmos, maybe you haven't put any assets in a custodial wallet, request the mic. Come up to the stage, and we'll walk you through it, and we'll get you some uh, your first osmosis so that you can become part of the IBC gang and see what it's like to use a Dex. Hey, now, yeah. Tricky, do you know? Hold on a second, Jen. Just yeah. want to pop pop to new people. I'm not. Do you know who came up first, Pizza or Lil G? I know the worst just came up, but has one Pizza. of them. Pizza's Pizza's been here for a while, I think. Or no, so Lil G, Pizza, and then the worst. Cool. Um. I guess it doesn't matter too much. Lil G, what's up, man? Hey, guys. You guys hear me? Yeah. All right, awesome. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, I have a, two questions, honestly. I actually have been here for about a month in the Cosmos space, and I got into osmosis a lot. 
And I just wanted to get your opinions on the upcoming features that are coming in osmosis, such as superfluid staking. So my question is, uh, what are your thoughts on superfluid staking? And like, what do you think it's going to do for all of DeFi and all of the proof of stake consensus? And my uh, second question, just a small one. Uh, so how many phases are there to Cosmos interchain security? And when will be when will it be uh, fully functional for the Cosmos hub? Cool. So for superfluid staking, I think it's interesting in that at first, you know, you may be able to reap a lot more rewards. But I think, like I was talking about earlier, everything finds equilibrium. And, you know, for the most part, your APY for LP pools might be lower because more people are in them. And same with staking. More people are staking because everyone can do both. So from a monetary standpoint of your own personal income, I'm not like totally sure what it'll do, but what it means is just an infinitely better platform with way more security to the like underlying blockchain because way more of its assets are staked, way more people are able to participate in governance, just win, win, win. And then on the liquidity side, deeper liquidity because all that liquidity that would be locked in staking is now also in the order books. So from a purely mechanical standpoint, Superfluid staking is going to make Osmo somehow even better, like just from a from like a very like low level kind of foundational standpoint. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was part one of a two part cosmonaut boot camp with the IBC gang recorded on Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. This episode of the Ether was brought to you by Orbital Command, a community validator on Terra dedicated to educating, expanding, and promoting the lunatic community. Visit OC's What We Do page using the link in the show notes to take advantage of some of their other educational resources, including weekly meetups to discuss Terra protocols, strategies, and concepts, the Terra Luna Intel report on Telegram, and YouTube explainer videos on Terra concepts. You can also support their community efforts by considering them next time you're delegating or redelegating your Luna. Find out more at orbitalcommand.io. This episode of the Ether was also brought to you by Luart. Luart is the first gamified NFT platform built on the Terra network. Luart provides a seamless minting and trading experience, all while earning you rewards just for being a user. Be sure to follow them on Twitter and join the community in the Discord server for the most up-to-date news and announcements regarding all the hot new NFT launches, platform upgrades, and new projects hitting the secondary marketplace. Are you ready to put your helmet on and join the movement? Find out more at luart.io. TerraSpaces appreciates the support from all our sponsors. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. They say rapping is the gateway, bringing home great pay, checking that replay, sing along, and we say nobody gives a fuck around my way. I make about three bucks for every thousand plays, so add it up and do the math on that. Financially speaking, why the fuck would anybody want to rap? But in this reality, the money comes from doing shows, but then where's the money go when you can't do the shows? I guess you could rap on Cameo. I've been asking all my friends if I can rap on the patio. Six feet, motherfucker, step the fuck back. Doing a little magic, pulling rabbits out the rucksack. Not everybody's always in it for the money. Looking like another crooked Sunday, and I'm working Monday. So you know I ain't stressing, left debating great methods. A mace to play Inception, the base stay blessed. See, even with these huge sums of overall royalties, the sums of money that go to the record label per playback can seem insultingly small. small. Many rights holders are making around three quarters of a cent each time someone listens to one of their tracks, leaving only some portion of that for the actual artist. say they're making.
out how to turn a profit, their future will always be in question. But for now, investors see enough potential to continue to fund pennies, 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 pennies. Another day, another lesson. Living in the eighth dimension might be worth a little mention. Living in the Great Depression, got a real regal feel. Reeling in another sucker fish, out to make a deal just to make a motherfucker wish. Ah shit, now you only got two left. You know what I wish? We didn't have any loose ends. You know what I miss? Listening to excuses. Now we're on the fence, like we forgot how to choose. That's what happens when people don't know what's true in the dark, eating bullshit up like a mushroom in the lunchroom, just trying to laugh it off. Meanwhile, foaming at the mouth like a rabid dog, like a fake mate and called at the zoo. It's looking like the view is getting disappointed too. I'm working on the new shit, trying to produce it. It's what I'm willing to go through when I'm making my music. Terror Spaces